0: Let us pray, Lord may your body and your blood before my soul, the highest good, amen. Grace and peace, love and mercy from God our Father, through Jesus Christ our risen Savior and Lord, amen. Text for our meditation this evening, this Monday Thursday. The epistle reading that we heard just a few moments ago, especially these words. Whoever therefore eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of profaning the body and blood of the Lord. Dear friends in Christ, I'm not worthy I'm not worthy. We've seen movies and books and songs where people joke about their own worthiness. It's pretty hard not to think of certain scenes and examples where when coming face to face with a movie star, a rock and roll legend, an athlete or a political figure people mockingly but deep down truly I'm not worthy I'm not worthy you can plug in the different events or who that may be in your life that you would feel that you're not worthy to be in the presence of God's word for tonight talks specifically about one of his great gifts, a gift that was instituted on Monday, Thursday 2,000 years ago, the enduring gift of the Lord's Supper, the sacrament of the altar. And our text for tonight specifically uses the word worthy, or should I say unworthy. This is serious business. This is no clown ministry or child's play. Whoever eats or drinks in an unworthy manner will be guilty. And not just guilty of anything, but guilty of profaning the body and blood of the Lord. I don't know about you, But if there's one thing I do not want to do, is to profane anything connected to God's name. Especially the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus is celebrating the Passover meal with his disciples. The meal is over. But now, Jesus... Seemingly starts anew. He starts anew with a new course. He takes some of the bread, the unleavened bread. He breaks it and gives it to his disciples. And he says, this bread is my body. Given for you. Can you imagine what the disciples must have been thinking? And Jesus continues. Taking the cup, the cup that has wine in it, the chalice, the cup that they had drank from in the other courses before they get to this one, Jesus gives them the cup and says, this cup, this wine in the cup is my blood given and shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. My friends, Christ institutes this new and holy meal and the church celebrates this meal until he comes again. Unfortunately, there are many in our world, and even some in the church, who think they have better words than the Lord Jesus himself. How can bread be the body of Jesus? How can wine be the blood of Jesus? It's a mystery. And rather than hearing the mystery, believing the mystery, and embracing the mystery, we are tempted to let our mind, our reason, and our emotions change or alter the last will and testament of our Lord Jesus Christ. You would never do that in a court of law today, but how quickly and how easily people want to dismiss these words of Jesus. Well, of course, is doesn't really mean is. It's a sign or a symbol. My friends, this lie has been around since the very beginning. Did God really say? My friends, tonight we rejoice because God has given His church, God has given you a gift. A gift that can never be outspent, as one of our hymns beautifully says. The gift of Christ's body and blood. How is it there? I don't know. But God's word says it is, and I cling to that word. And I beg you to cling to that word. The very body and blood of Jesus in and under bread and wine for us Christians to eat and drink. Not to worship, not to parade around with, not to carry around in our pocket like a good luck charm, but to eat and to drink. Forgiveness, life, and salvation given to you in this gift. I've been around for a lot of Monday Thursdays, more than many of you, not as many as some of you. When I was young, Monday Thursday was one of the few times in the Lutheran Church when the Lord's Supper was offered. Thankfully, we have grown from that time. And now the Lord's Supper is offered on a more regular basis. But I often think, I often wonder, I often lament the fact that Monday Thursday has almost become a forgotten festival in our church here. There was a time here at Good Shepherd when we had to have two Monday Thursday services. Can you imagine that? We had to have two to get all the people in. Not so much anymore. I think much of that has to do with an understanding and an appreciation for this holy and blessed gift. When it comes to the Lord's Supper, All too often, I encounter one of two attitudes. The first, it's not that big of a deal. It's just not that important. Why do we need to have the Lord's Supper so often? We could shave 20 minutes off of the church service, Pastor. how often is too often I've been asked that question many times for those of you that are married how often is too often to embrace your spouse or to offer a kiss my friends this is God's loving embrace and kiss where He puts on your lips the very body and blood of Jesus, crucified and risen for you, for the forgiveness of sins. How can we not hunger for this precious gift? Luther says if you don't hunger for this gift, take your hand and place it against your chest. Is your heart still beating? If it is, you need it. My friends, all of you have a pulse. Your heart is beating. This holy and precious gift is God's gift for you. Not bread and wine, but the very body and blood of Jesus. In with and under that bread and wine for you to eat and drink, so that you would know Christ died for you, so that you would know Christ rose for you, so that you would know that you have been robed in his righteousness in the waters of holy baptism, that your sins are forgiven, and your name is written in the book of life. There's another attitude that I run into. With regard to the gift of the Lord's Supper. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. I don't know if this is a pious sounding excuse. Or if the individual actually believes it. Pastor, you don't know what I've done. You don't know what's in my past. You don't know. What a poor, miserable sinner I really am. I'm not worthy. My friends, maybe that thought has entered your mind from time to time. Maybe you have it right here and right now. Well, in one respect, you're right. You are not worthy. None of us are worthy of any of the gifts that God gives us. Not our daily bread, first article gifts. Not the forgiveness of sins, death and resurrection of Jesus, second article gifts. Not the gift of faith, given to us by the power of the Holy Spirit, working through word and sacrament, third article gifts. None of us is worthy. That's why Christ came. That's why Christ lived a perfect life. That's why Jesus went to Calvary's cross. That's why Jesus rose from the dead that first Easter morning. To bring us the forgiveness of sins. To restore our broken relationship with God. To mark us and brand us as his children. You are worthy because God's Word says you are worthy. You are worthy because God has given you the faith to cling to the promises of God. That's why these words in our text from 1 Corinthians 11 are so very, very important. Whoever therefore eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner, will be guilty of profaning the body and blood of the Lord. It's good for us, with regard to the Lord's Supper, to ask, as Luther does, part four of the sacrament of the altar in the small catechism, who receives the sacrament worthily? fasting and other bodily preparation are indeed fine outward signs God calls us to repent he wants us to prepare he wants us to examine ourselves if you want to skip breakfast on Sunday morning so that the first food to touch your lips is the body and blood of Jesus that's a fine practice that's fine piety if you discipline your body in other ways that is a fine practice and a fine piety we don't bind anyone's consciences with these pious acts and then Luther cuts to the heart of the matter he is truly worthy who believes the words Given and shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. Given and shed. Jesus, body and blood. Given and shed. Why? Because we poor sinners cannot save ourselves. God, in His love and mercy, sends a Savior. He sends the Savior for the whole world. My friends, are you a part of the world? Given and shed for you. You hear that? For you. This is not some generic gift. This is not some Platonic ideal. This is not some concept. The gospel is as real as Jesus crucified and risen for you. And in this holy meal, the body and blood of Jesus, the deliverance delivered to you, for you. Worthy and well prepared. Who has faith in these words. Given and shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. Are you a sinner? If you're not, if you don't believe you are a sinner, you are not worthy to receive the Lord's Supper. The Lord's Supper is only for sinners. If you have your own Savior, or if you are your own Savior, do not approach Christ's altar. You are profaning the body and blood of Jesus. This meal is for sinners. Sinners who are sick of their sinning. Sinners who truly wish to amend their sinful life. Sinners who know they cannot save themselves. Sinners who cling to God's gift of a Savior, Jesus Christ. My friends, tonight we don't only Remember the events that happened 2,000 years ago on a Thursday evening in an upper room. Oh, it's good to remember the events. But we celebrate. We celebrate God's love, God's mercy, God's peace for sinners like you and me he knows the temptation he knows how hard the devil the world attack he knows that our sinful flesh will not let us alone it's a constant struggle every day and so he has instituted this holy meal for you For all the times you've taken this gift for granted. For all the times you've simply gone through the motions. For the times when you have doubted that Jesus can be really present in bread and wine. And for all the times you've foolishly thought that your sin was too big too dark, too great for Christ's forgiveness. This meal is for you. My friends, Christ gives you forgiveness, life and salvation in this holy and precious gift. Come to the feast, rejoice in Christ's gifts. And it is my prayer every time that we celebrate the Lord's Supper in this place. Lord, may thy body and thy blood be for my soul the highest good. May it be, for so, be so for you as well. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which far surpasses all understanding, Keep our hearts, our minds, our faith in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Please stand for prayer.